What should I do if certain Torah topics just don't speak to me? Someone I know who was a principal in the urban school in Maryland. He did very well there. It was a tough neighborhood, but he did very well. And after 10 years, they gave him some kind of award. He got that award, so the press came. One of the interviews that he shared with me was an NPR reporter who had a lengthy interview, asked him many questions. One of the questions he asked him is, what motivates you as a chassid to be a principal in an urban school? Non-Jewish children. Not your neighborhood. What motivated you? And he turned around and he said, he said, he told me he used it as an opportunity to share with this reporter his passion that he has for educating. And especially children who he knows he's leaving a, a real impact on their future. He felt for it. He even shared it. The Rebbe said that the Shev Mrs. Neyach is something that's very important to share. And he said this was his passion. You know, he, he's, he, as an educator, he feels like he's going to sleep knowing he made a difference. These children, he is making a difference in their life. And he really felt that way every time he came home. And he has what to show for that. And as he expressed his passion for his, for his career, for his life mission, to this reporter, he expressed himself, if I wasn't there, these kids would be looting the city. And so when I come home, I really feel like I made an impact. I mean, I go to sleep knowing I made a difference. Beautiful. The next day, true story. The headline of the paper was, White Hasidic Principal Says the Black Kids Will Loot the City. That was the headline of the paper. He said the dean called him in and said, how can you say such a thing? He got slack for it until he had to explain how this was totally mis misconstrued. They, they totally took his words and they, they, and, they, and they took it out of context. And the moral of the story is, when you come in as a reporter with an agenda, you can hear the most beautiful, genuine, person sitting in front of you, you're hearing gold, and you can simply refuse to hear it. The way we walk in is the way we walk out. When I heard this story, it, it's such a beautiful way for us to realize in our own life. How many times do I walk in as a reporter? How many times do I block gold from for me realizing that it's gold. And so the answer to the question is, we all have to realize that every single one of us are in a certain sense a reporter. And the beauty of life is being able to somehow dust away that reporter attitude. The most beautiful things of life come when we walk in as a clean sheet of paper. Imagine you're a baby taking in information. Just a sponge. We suddenly discover new things. Any innovation in this world would not happen if people would be fixed in a box. You'd be still going in a buggy in a carriage if you didn't have the ability to listen to things that you thought are not possible. That might not fit into the box that you think right now. Walking in 
with a blank sheet of paper is the healthiest thing we can do. And it's no different with Torah. Of course, we all have reservations to certain halachas and to certain areas in Torah. Yeah, we all have that. That doesn't mean it's not relevant. It simply means that we're the normal reporter walking into a situation with a reporter attitude. But if we recognize that it's us, and we, and we make that effort to actually listen to what's told and, and take it with a blank sheet of paper, we're going to discover gold. We're going to, we're going to discover things that we, the things that we thought impossible might actually not only be possible, but it might actually be the hidden gold that can change our lives. The best things that happen to people come by surprise. And surprise can only happen if we shatter the reporter attitude and walk in like a baby. Suddenly we'll see new things.